Chapter Eighteen of Stephen Mitchell's Journey by Pansy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Eighteen Complications. As for Flora Ann, she hovered about the room in a restless way, unable to settle herself to anything, and unwilling, apparently, to leave the charmed region and climb up to her own small corner of the world. The fact is, Flora Ann deserves a paragraph by herself. Almost three weeks of civilization had wrought a great change in her. It is doubtful whether her brothers and sisters, if they had come upon her suddenly in an unexpected place, would have recognized her. Sarah Jane's cast-off dress, being washed, mended, and altered to fit the younger girl, was such an immense improvement on anything she had worn heretofore, that, in her own estimation, it transformed her into a lady. Of her own will, after that, she combed and brushed and carefully fingered the reddish-brown curls. Also, there had been added to her dress a tiny line of white about the throat. "'Sarah Jane always wears something white in her neck when she is dressed up,' explained Mrs. Mitchell. "'She says it makes her feel better.' Flora Ann, having examined herself after the addition, in Sarah Jane's mirror, understood the statement and agreed with it. There is really nothing more exciting, if people understood it, than these transformations in life. Such little commonplace things had been done for the Lucas girl, yet they had started springs of hope and action within her, of which she had not dreamed before, and which would lead no one could tell whither. "'She ain't Sarah Jane, not by a great ways,' Mrs. Mitchell confided to her husband. "'But she does real well, I must say. For a girl who knew nothing at all when she first came here, she has got along first-rate. She washes her hands now without telling whenever she is going to touch a dish.' and she ain't run her fingers through her hair since I told her that Sarah Jane couldn't eat no dinner one day when she was sick, because Mrs. Jinks, who came in to help me, twisted up her hair when it fell down and went to cut the bread without washing her hands. I told it to her just on purpose to see if it would learn her anything, cause she was always twisting her hair and running her fingers through it. She is quick to learn." She colored up just like a peony, and she ain't fussed with her hair since. She's slower-motioned than Sarah Jane, and quieter-like, but she gets things done somehow, and I must say I take to her as I didn't have any kind of a notion that I could. All the same, I'll be thankful to see Sarah Jane again, Josiah. I will that. There's lots of things she could teach Flora Ann." I hope it will be understood and appreciated that Mrs. Mitchell had made a sacrifice in receiving this ill-kept, ill-taught, slatternly girl into her household. Mrs. Mitchell had been poorer in her life even than she was to-day, but she had never been other than neat and clean, and, as is natural with such people, dirt was her terror. Nothing but the minister's carefully dropped seed that by receiving Flora Ann Lucas under her care she could help to cultivate a soul, had induced the mother to make the sacrifice. She would willingly have done without her help. She would gladly have saved the dollar a week which she paid her, but for this fact. 
it is pleasant to know that even thus early she was reaping her bit of reward flora ann was copying her was growing neat she swept the kitchen in the corners as well as in the middle of the room she was learning to rinse the dishes as well as the dish towels carefully she was learning how to cook simple food and serve it decently there is no telling said mrs mitchell to herself what good it may do her it doesn't seem as though she could accomplish anything in that shanty where she lives surrounded by them drunkards and it doesn't seem as though she would ever have a home of her own i don't know how anybody ever could take a notion to her enough to want to marry her but then things often happen queer in this world i'll do my best so flora ann hovered about the neat kitchen watching the bright scissors travel slowly down the black line which divided the columns couldn't i help she said presently drawing near and speaking very timidly the magnitude of the proposition filled mrs mitchell with dismay but stephen raised his eyes and surveyed the questioner thoughtfully it was as if he had just noted the change in her he said to himself that her eyes were even bigger than he had thought them do you know how to read he asked suddenly flora ann nodded her head eagerly i learned how to read when i went to school up at the other place where we used to live i could read real fast and i was in the class with bigger girls than me read that said stephen pointing with his finger to a paragraph which he had just cut from the paper flora ann obeyed her cheeks ablaze her breath coming hard and fast the words tumbling out on top of each other in a promiscuous heap without regard to pauses or punctuation but she proved her statement she could read without doubt and very fast can you read writing stephen interrupted the flow of words to ask the next question flora ann paused for breath and nodded again yes i kin i learned writing too at that school i had a writing book that i made full of letters and words teacher said it was done real well too i can read them words just as plain as print and she pointed to those written on the ends of the envelopes in mr ransom's round hand they were really quite as plain as print but stephen was surprised that flora ann could compass them perhaps after all his looking down upon her she knew more than he did what a revelation that would be well he said slowly coming to his conclusion by careful steps i don't see why you shouldn't help to do this if you ain't got nothing else to do bring your chair and sit down here and see if you can put these papers that i've cut out into the places that belong to them here is one about giving he said i would find the word giving through the envelope somewheres and i was to put it in it if you can find the word you may as well do it thus began a new era in the lucas girl's life with hands that trembled so she could scarcely hold the package she searched eagerly for the word giving and if she sometimes finds in searching through the years a diamond lying in her path 
i doubt if it will give her the thrill of exultant joy which came over her as she drew forth the envelope which had the word she was in search of at its top here it is she said in a tone of suppressed eagerness right straight here i knowed i could find it i ain't forgot them though it is an awful while since i have seen any writing it was when i was a little girl you know i ain't been to school this four year but here is the word sure enough stephen leaned over and surveyed it yes it was the word and he watched flora ann's fingers seize the slip of paper and place it with great care in the envelope dimly conscious the while of having gained a victory over self in thus summoning flora ann to his aid you being their near neighbors can do more for them than any of the rest of us can mr ransom had said stephen was honestly trying to do something for the lucas girl evening after evening they sat together over the papers and envelopes it was long slow work which had been given them to do stephen was slow in finding the marked places and slow in using the scissors which were unaccustomed instruments in his hands moreover his eyes were often caught by a sentence which was not marked and held spellbound over it and often he was in great bewilderment as to where certain slips really belonged in cases where there was no definite heading he had been told to decide by the statements made where to place them a tremendous piece of work was this last it often necessitated his reading the clipping from beginning to end occasionally he read it aloud and speculated over it and mr mitchell found himself listening and giving his opinion and on two or three occasions flora ann had given hers with such success that the clipping had been consigned to the envelope which she chose all these things took time and another sunday came and passed before they were half through with the first great package long before this however both stephen and his helper had grown intensely interested in the work it was becoming the custom now to read out the small bits of special interest and to enter into a discussion concerning them not only as to where they belonged but as to the statements made in short the mitchell family with the addition of the lucas girl were becoming a reading circle it would be difficult to tell how much it increased stephen's interest to discover from time to time certain words which were in his list and to find that their connection threw great light upon their probable meaning one evening he and flora ann settled to their work before the father and mother appeared mr mitchell had gone to the cellar to examine something which needed his care and mrs mitchell was in her bedroom looking through the depths of a great bandbox for certain pieces which she needed to use it was flora ann's opportunity to ask a question which had been haunting her all day steve do you suppose all them things can be true that you have clipped out of course said stephen indignantly he ain't a man that would want to cut up papers and keep a lot of things that wasn't true and he knows what he's about there's lots of things he ain't marked you see well i wish i could believe them all this was followed by a sigh so heartfelt that stephen looked at her curiously 
what do you care he asked in a voice which though gruff was not unkind cause i do i read one of em i put up last night and it has just been following me around all day i can't get it out of my head it was about a man who drinked an awful drunkard he was and he swore awful just as much like our jake as could be he had a little girl who went to sunday school and she took to praying for him every day after a while he gave up drinking and he got kind and he went to work and was just as good as he could be and it was all along of that little girl's praying so it said do you believe that i s'pose so folks that know about such things seem to believe in praying and of course if there is any use in it things get done by that means steve mitchell do you believe that if anybody should pray for jake say pray day in and day out like that little girl did that he would ever get good in this world here was a question in theology which might well have puzzled wiser heads than stephen mitchell's he laid down his scissors and ran his right hand thoughtfully through his hair and considered what it would be best to say in his heart he knew he had very little hope for jake lucas i don't know i'm sure if we could find the little girl who was willing to try it we might prove whether there was anything in it or not maybe there's some that might be got a hold of in that way and maybe there's some that can't i don't know about them things i should think jake was about as hard a one to try on as any of em yes said flora ann earnestly he is that he is enough sight worse than the others but i was thinking if the thing was true i might try it i ain't a little girl and he ain't my father but i wouldn't think that could make a difference would it there's father i might try with him but he ain't bad you know he drinks but he don't knock folks around and swear and he's kind of good-natured always and i don't feel that hard about father as i do about jake it wouldn't make so much difference either if father would give it up but jake oh my if jake should come in sober i guess mother would just about die you see steve mother cares more for jake than she does for the rest of us he's the oldest you know and she had him to think about when she was young she has got some of the clothes he wore when he was a baby cries over them if you will believe it she says he was a good little boy and just as pretty as a picture folks used to stop on the street and watch her go by with him when she got him all fixed up nice she didn't have as good times with any of the rest of us because we was so horrid poor and low down after a spell but with jake she had real nice times she loves him this minute for all he knocks her around and is horrid i'm just a mind to try it anyhow it couldn't do no harm if it didn't do no good she spoke the last sentence in lower tone and looked up timidly at her auditor as if to discover what he thought of it well said stephen after a silence which could have been felt i don't know why you shouldn't i'm sure i don't know much about them things but folks do pray and they pray for folks and they believe in it the minister believes in it and thinks it ought to be done 
would he believe in praying for jake and me doing it why i suppose so i tell you i don't know anything about it but i can't see why not if there is anything in it if jake could let the drink alone i suppose he could learn to be decent and there are folks that do give it up after they've been at it a good while stephen thought of his father but not for worlds would he have mentioned his name in this connection well said flora ann with a little catch of the breath which was peculiar to her and betokened great and suppressed excitement i have been thinking about it all day and wondering if i couldn't and i just made up my mind i would ask you what you thought i could use them same words only instead of father i could say jake it was real short oh lord please save my father that is all she said she was a little bit of a girl you know and i could say oh lord please save jake it couldn't do no harm now could it if it didn't do no good i should say not said stephen low-voiced and troubled already was flora ann one of the lucas set getting ahead of him asking questions that were too far above him for him to give intelligent answers he ought to know how to answer her he ought to be able to assure her and that from his own experience that prayer was exactly what jake needed he ought to be able to say to her that he would join her in praying his conscience told him all these things the minister's sermon two weeks before had been very plain he did not dare do other than advise flora ann to carry out her purpose he was not willing to confess to her that he knew he ought to begin himself to pray he was not willing to begin it is true he had no realizing sense of the power of prayer it is true he had not the slightest hope or rather expectation that any prayer which flora ann or for that matter which anybody else could offer would make any difference with jake lucas but he did believe that praying for her brother would in some mysterious manner which he did not understand make a difference in flora ann herself so far as this his knowledge of theology reached that he recognized a certain element of power in prayer but that it would help in the direction in which he was reaching he did not understand the little church to which maxwell ransom ministered had a sensation the next sabbath the congregation was made up of people who to a marked extent were posted as to their neighbors affairs they knew for instance to the fraction of a dollar what each new garment cost in which any of their number chanced to appear and where it was purchased the minister's sister was an exception and an excitement they did not know where her things were bought nor what she paid for them there was a shrewd suspicion abroad that she had a great deal of money else how could she manage such elegant costumes for the community was largely made up of the class of young people who suppose elegance and refinement to have only a money value they were by no means through with the discussion of helen ransom's attire and various speculations concerning the probable cost of certain articles were still rife when sarah jane mitchell helped to cause the new sensation back of this is a story a bit of which you ought to hear 
there was hanging in miss ransom's wardrobe a dress of soft cashmere delicate in color and fine in texture but in the making of which one of those trying blunders had occurred which sometimes happens even among good workers the dress was a trial to miss ransom she had sighed over it as ill-fitting and uncomfortable and yet managed to wear it more or less as many suffering sisters have done before her of late as often as her eyes had fallen on the dress she had thought of sarah jane and mentally measured her height and shape i believe it would fit her to perfection she told herself how very pretty she would look in it she has just the complexion which fits that shade of goods and has never discovered it i would like to see her in it and a bonnet of the same color with the slightest touch of pale pink about them both what a revelation it might make to her i wonder if i couldn't manage to give her the dress she needs a new one and i have sacrificed my comfort to this long enough i will talk to max about it and max had shown a lively interest in the whole matter in fact as he laughingly told his sister he had adopted the mitchell family and meant to induce them to adopt the lucas family and between us we will civilize the whole of them then his face had grown sweetly grave as he added we may do more and better for them than that perhaps we can bring them into intimate companionship with jesus christ himself helen i am getting in love with life again there are such possibilities for souls and helen had gone away glad and resolved that the gray dress should be presented that very day End of chapter 18